Hello and welcome to Point of View, where we give students a place to listen, learn, and lean in. We're your hosts, Avery, Zara, Thomas, and Emerson. And today we'll be talking about the new generation, also known as the adultification of Gen Z and Gen Alpha. Okay, so. So, what does the term Sephora Kids refer to? This refers to the social media term referring to tweens or young girls that are shopping in Sephora for expensive beauty products. Some of these products include things like Dior, Drunk Elephant, Selena Gomez's Rare Beauty, and more. Gen, Gen Z and Alpha are shopping at chains like Sephora and Ulta and buying products that are meant for older adults, such as anti-aging facial creams. This has caused chaos all over social media, arguing that there should be an age limit to shop at these stores. Because of many influences, social media presence, younger generations have had access to these expensive products. Brooke Jeffy, a dermatologist, says that she is worried for the future of younger adult of younger girls. Just say that last time. Brooke Jeffy, a dermatologist, says she is worried for the future of younger girls obsessed with beauty products intended for adults. So have you guys ever actually seen the Sephora kids at Sephora before? Yes. I have. Um, I've never gone to the Sephora personally. <laughs> I wonder why. But. It's okay, yeah. Thomas. But yeah, I think me and Avery actually did one time. Yeah. I've experienced it firsthand. There's a like a a Sephora that a lot of people like usually go to. It's like yeah. So there's a lot of people go there and I guess you see like all types of people there, which is there's nothing wrong with that. I don't think there's anything wrong with like going and shopping at a yeah. store. But I do see kids that are like maybe nine or ten in there like running around looking for these like really expensive things that I personally would never get and I don't think my parents would ever or like my yeah. mom would never get. No, me too. And they're like grabbing everything and putting it in their baskets. Yeah. Like, snatching it out of your hand and stuff. Have you guys seen like the smoothies they make on top of like yes. the drunk elephant thing? Yes. That's so disgusting, isn't yeah, it? No, it's crazy. They end up just mixing like all the different products together oh. and like they call it like a smoothie because there's like certain like creams that you're supposed to like mix together like let's say one that has like color for your skin and then another one that's like a normal lotion and they like mix it together to make like a smoothie do they leave like trash around in the store as well yes. Yes. yeah for sure <laughs> yes everywhere no like all the testers are all ruined because like they like take them and yeah a lot of stores says that they're not gonna give out testers anymore just because like they want to prevent those like smoothies and like like weird things going on. At what point are they just gonna start locking the makeup kits? Some people have started doing that already. I've seen it in stores. Yeah. Maybe for like more higher end things, they should probably like put it away. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, do you think kids that this age should be doing makeup or yeah, you know, using expensive skincare? No. No. I think like I understand like some parents might like let them but I think when you're like 10 11 or 12 like that shouldn't be your main concern and even if you are doing makeup at least it should just be like lip gloss or like mascara if your parents let you but I think the extent that they're wearing it to is really bad yeah I think there's nothing wrong with experimenting I mean I feel like well I remember when I was younger my mom would always get me those like little makeup kits that are like the glitter eyeshadow yeah the butterfly ones and like little lip glosses, but those things would come off in like two minutes of me yeah. wearing them, and there was nothing wrong with it. But I just feel like that's not what they're getting. They're getting things like, like full on like lip oils and like expensive blushes and like, ex- like glittery like sunscreen. Yeah, like bronzers. I don't know. I just, I don't think it's okay. 
don't a lot of the like makeup stuff like harm uh, skin while it's developing in children as well mm-hmm. so yeah. for sure I mean it almost makes me kind of sad that these kids feel like they need this at the ripe age of you know nine years old yeah. um no yeah. I agree I think it's really bad especially because like all these products like they don't really know much about it and I've like heard like stories of like Sephora employees telling these kids like oh like you shouldn't use this it's a chemical it's gonna harm your skin and they tell their parents that and then their parents are like oh we didn't know we just came in here to like let her buy what she wanted and like it's like kind of bad for mm-hmm. everyone involved yeah my I know like personally my niece is 12 years old or like my brother's like stepdaughter she doesn't have like TikTok or anything, so she is like a regular twelve year old. She loves like reading Harry Potter. She does like loves Just Dance, and like she doesn't like know any single type of makeup except it's like like lip gloss. Like she doesn't wear anything. She loves it, and she's and her mom like loves that because she's just like, well, I think that it's fine that she's twelve years old and she still doesn't have like needs to be influenced by so many of these things going on like in social media. Yeah, and I think that's how it should be. I feel like if parents do decide to give their kids like social media and I think they should be like controlled Mm -hmm. just a little bit just because I feel like there's a lot of things that kids shouldn't have access to like that early on just because there's no filter on social media I agree with that yeah I do think like the online space is definitely changing how some kids act and all that because um at least when it comes to back how tv programs used to do um a lot of the time we used to just watch cartoons which were just regular shows right but animated now everything's always moving and jump cutting and everything's all rainbows and all the like right and i feel like that's definitely not helping everything yeah which i mean beyond the sephora kids it's not only these little girls who are being affected little boys too are having strong behavioral problems in the classroom in ages like eight to twelve and even younger too yeah it's because mostly since they have access to things that move so quickly like electronics that like you don't have to wait more than like a couple of seconds for like a screen to load or a video to play so kids are getting like like they don't have patience for anything they don't want to go into a classroom and wait 30 minutes for a teacher to explain something they don't they don't have the patience for that anymore yeah i agree um i think something else that doesn't attribute or it doesn't help with this necessarily is uh cut this white space out the video i completely forgot where i was going with this hold on um a lot of content online is actually trying to be a little more predatory towards children not like they're necessarily trying to harm them just trying to farm as much money off of them as possible right like i think the term that it used to be called was elsa gate stuff and now it's switched to something else no, I think the same thing happened like with makeup too because like we were talking about junk, Drunk Elephant it looks like it's for kids like it's all bright yeah. colors mm-hmm. they even made something called like the minis and so kids are like oh it's like mini it's for kids mm-hmm. so I think that's like a really big like part on like brands and how they're advertising now and also now like on social media influencers will be posting videos of them like oh like get ready with me and then they show like all their products and stuff and like you see that as a kid I'm guessing and you're like wow like she's using that product she has three million followers maybe I should do it or maybe I should use it so obviously I mean I get it because you're seeing it and you live you're like oh that's kind of cool don't get me wrong I'm sure we've all bought something because we saw it online but to an extent I just feel like it's not worth it Mm 
In defense of those content creators, though, I don't believe that children under 13 should be on Instagram at that moment, though, especially due to COPPA laws, so that's really a failure on the parents' part. Yeah, but, like, they know their audiences. They know mm -hmm. who's watching their videos, right? You see how those, like, uh, get ready with me people try to appeal to kids with, like, the bright and bubbly voices and jump cuts and all that kind of stuff? That, that is completely fair. I don't have a kind of argument to that. What does the term iPad Kids refer to? The social media term iPad Kids refers to the generation of children who have had integrated tablet technology, specifically iPads, into their daily lives for various purposes, but mostly social media, games, and YouTube. More recently, there's been a trend of today's parents giving no restrictions on their kids' screen time, making them addicted to their electronics. Do we know anyone, any... I mean, my cousin is an iPad kid completely, so I feel like it's like not the best thing for a kid, but it also depends on the parent, I feel like, 100%. in a lot of the cases. It definitely does rely on the parent. Yeah. Like, it sprouts from the parent. Like, a toddler isn't just going to go into the Apple store and buy an iPad. It's, mm -hmm. it's the parent who does that, makes mm -hmm. that initial first move. Yeah, and I think even with... um. The whole thing of parental controls I'm not sure if that's enough to help it either because um, at least for me I didn't really get that many options to go online when I was really young and I typically had to resort to going outside I know scary um, <laughs> and if I remember correctly parental controls it does limit like what websites you can go to but oftentimes those are the extremes unless you black out legitimately everything but specific websites you whitelist instead mm -hmm which some parents might feel is a little controlling to the children, so. Yeah, I think also, like, because, like, these kids are, like, not crazy, but they're, like, so, like, invested in their iPad and, like, the Internet, they'll go to, like, the extreme of, like, finding out the password of the screen time and, like, really, like, trying, like, everything they can to always be on their iPad, I feel like. Yeah, I mean... Uh, when I was growing up, I had completely unlimited internet access, but I think that a lot of kids would choose not to be on the internet if they had the option of going outside and playing with their friends. I feel like that's restricted a lot because parents think their kid's going to get like kidnapped or something, right? Mm -hmm. But when I had the option between going on the internet or playing outside with my friends when I was little, I always went outside and played with my friends. Yeah, I think I was similar to that because I didn't have an iPad until I was 10. But I think when you're like 10, 11, and 12, you're in that in-between stage where you're like, okay, I'm not a, like a baby anymore, but I'm also not like a teen. So it was like I had my iPad, but I also had my friends. So it just depended because also like I would like way prefer to like go ride my scooter with my friends. But it also gets down to like if you really get invested and let's say like addicted to like the electronic, you're obviously gonna want to stay inside and play games. Mm -hmm. This is a specific thought I just had right now. Do you think the whole pandemic with COVID, like and how everyone was shut inside, kind of brought about more parents thinking, "Oh, my child has nothing to do. Let me just throw them an iPad because 100%. I reasonably I can't just." throw them outside you know yeah 100 yeah. i think definitely because i know for me at least i like rarely ever used my computer before covid like i would always go out with my friends i'd always like go on walks with my sister ride my bike do a bunch of like stuff 
not with electronics but once COVID happened that's all I did for like three months straight and it like really it does affect a person because I kind of lost interest in all of like my outside activities Mm -hmm. so definitely like younger kids growing up throughout that stage like that's what they were that's what they grew up with was just straight electronics they I even know like some kids still do online school because they can't deal with being in school and not on a screen so I, I mean I can't imagine like being a kindergartner first year of school and you're like completely online and it's maybe like a year and a half and that year and a half it's not hard to get like quickly adapted to like all the electronics especially since you're so young when you're really young you learn things really easily and that habit probably just doesn't go away so I'm that's probably why like because now what, it's been like four years those kids are nine those kids are in their ripe age of like <laughs> being like gamers I don't know but like being on their electronics and like getting addicted so I mean it it makes sense Mm -hmm. yeah um I just imagine like growing up and trying to go to like your virtual school and then the confused teacher who also has barely used technology is wondering why everything's breaking up because the servers are overloading everywhere you know Mm -hmm. and there's not much you could have really done there Let's also talk about how, at least in schools, um, there's a rising increase of teachers complaining how at least some of their students are beyond behind literacy <laughs> levels. Um, I'm pretty sure like there's like some seventh graders who barely know how to answer like a fourth grade reading question. Yeah, I guess that also started from COVID. Because I know me personally, let's say I took an online class last semester and I don't remember a lot of what I learned. And I think it's online, it's so much harder to like learn. Like for me, like I know a lot of people have to like write it out in order to be able to like figure it out. I know that like during COVID, you really did everything on like a Google Doc, on slides, on Teams, on whatever platform, you always did it online, and I guess that's not the best way of learning, so that's probably why a lot of kids are now, like, like literacy-wise, they're, like, a little held back. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, another theory I had about this is that ChatGPT opened, like, a year and a half ago, and once these students started figuring out how to use it, well, you know, the literacy weights, weights, rates <laughs> went down. Um, Especially because these, like, TikToks that you're mentioning where, like, there are these teachers complaining about it are, like, coming out more recently, right? So I feel like there's enough time where enough kids have started relying on specifically AI to solve all their problems. No, I agree because, like, even, like, here at Northview, like, we're even told, like, don't use AI because it's become such a big thing and, like, even, like, now teenagers are starting to use it and it's just like a constant pattern and also like kids just don't read anymore generally um i remember when i was little i would like sit under my blanket with a flashlight and i'd read like you know magic trios right 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 um but when you have the option of the the stimuli that you get from your phone or your ipad or whatever um you won't choose Uh, the book over that instant gratification right yeah 100% because I know a lot of people like I know our age it's very rare to find people who like genuinely like to read because you'll be like oh have you what book have you been reading recently ew I don't read and like stuff like that like I feel like that's becoming way more common that I feel like I rarely find people 
my age that are like genuinely wanting to read and whenever like we get assigned a book in like my English class everyone's like oh like we have to read and I'm like what yeah. like it's not even that bad no yeah. and everyone's always complaining about the books too like they're like oh this story is so boring but it's because they're not reading it like they're just like skimming over the pages and they the, like chat GBT the summary yeah. and then like pass all their tests yeah sure but you're also like looking up what this book was about when you could have taken 30 minutes out of your day to read it I can't think of a single time where I've asked someone what they found in the book and they don't go oh I just spark noted it yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> actually yeah that's a problem too many people in my class have told me that this yeah. year I'm a little guilty of that myself. <laughs> <laughs> I think that it's just also way more like websites are like popping up that are like, oh, I can tell you what this document says in 30 seconds. And everyone's just relying on it. Like some people, like Photomath, for example. Mm-hmm. Like Photomath is a good one. That one, like you scan it, like your word or a math problem, and it just tells you right away. Like I feel yeah. like people, like students are getting more attached to like certain apps like that, that just tell you right away what the answer is and then they write it down and they're like, okay, I'm done. Mm -hmm. Like rushing the figure and like do everything really quickly. Right, and I mean, I hate photo math. You guys know how I I feel about mathematics, right? Um, Dude, photo math doesn't explain how you do like the answer, right? That's so important when you're learning how to do math things. I believe you can check the answer right away if you want to. But you need to have an explanation as to how it's done Mm -hmm. to really master and learn mathematics properly. No, I think that's also, like, a trend with, like, also a few other subjects because for, like, science and, like, lit to, yeah, you can, like, easily look it up on Google, like, what's the answer to, like, this question? And you can type in a whole question and it'll just give you the answer. You don't know where this answer came from. You don't know why it's this answer. Like, stuff is just so easy to, like get these days and like also part of that because after covid everything was online all of our tests i know for like the first two years were definitely on computer and computer if you don't have some type of like browse like the lockdown browser you have access to the internet while you take your test i know that led to like a lot of people just taking that to their advantage of like cheating and looking up the answers during like a test and now that we're switching back to more like paper or like yeah, more paper, like, tests. Everyone's, like, complaining about it. And, like, it really kind of starts showing you, like, who really cares. And I know this isn't just for high schoolers. I know this is definitely for more of the middle schoolers because they were in elementary school when the pandemic hit. Mm-hmm. So that transition from, like, ABCs to, like, actually having to, like, learn. Because yeah. in middle school, it's a big change. It's big, but I don't know. There are even ways to get around the lockdown browser to add like more fuel to your point. Like, <laughs> would you like to share them, Thomas? <laughs> oh yes. Um. <laughs> no. Yeah. And also, let's let's talk about some online games. Yeah. I know Roblox, Minecraft, Fortnite, video games, all of those take a big toll on kids. Mm-hmm. I mean, to be fair, this has been something that's been going on for a while. Like. Way back when I was in elementary school, anytime we got to the computer, like half the time I'd just try to get on the cool math games. So. <laughs> That's a game. Yeah. But 
I mean, I don't think it's good for little boys to be on these video games, especially ones with like um, you know, the voice chat thing. Yeah, That's people very, tell me yeah. all the time. They're like, "Oh, you wouldn't survive in a COD lobby." <laughs> they call you slurs, and I'm like, "Why are little boys calling each other slurs?" <laughs> it's so messed up. No, like I think that's also like why Roblox is kind of scary sometimes because literally anyone could talk to you on that, and nice. kids are like getting voice chat on that now, and they're getting on these like hangout games and just talking to random people, and it can like. You like you don't know what these people are gonna say, so it can. There's like no filter, so it's scary. I is think. there voice chat on Roblox? Yes, yeah, there is. it's 17 plus though. No, it's 13 plus. I have but it. you need to get your. Oh, really? those kids gotta be lying though. Yeah. I think it's 17 though. Yeah, you need no. You need to get your ID checked, oh, or really? alternatively, see that's what I thought. Alternatively, put in both your phone number and email. Because not gonna lie, I did. You know what? Yeah. <laughs> I tried doing it two days ago. <laughs> I was on Roblox and I was like, what is this? And then it didn't let me into this game because I haven't played Roblox in a hot minute, probably like seven months. And then it was like, no, you need to put your ID. I was like, ID? Excuse Mm -hmm. me, what is this? No, I played with my friend and like we went on like one of these like, she was like, oh, let me show you what voice chat is all about. And it's it's crazy. Like, I don't like it at all. I just, because it's so easy to like be a kid and be so like, like, I know maybe for, like, kids who are more, like, I'm not going to say, like, antisocial, but, like, shyer and just they are looking for maybe, like, a friend or something, and they go to that. You never know, yeah. like, what type mm-hmm. of predator, like, scary person can be on there. That's just, I just don't think that's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, and have you guys seen those TikToks where it's, like, um, me and my buddy bullying the kids on Roblox? Yeah. 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 I think online, um cyberbullying has become a big trend too like i feel like they kind of stopped teaching more about that because i know when i was in like middle school at my like old school that's all they would teach us like we would have like a lesson a week on it and Mm -hmm. so i feel like i have not heard about that in a long time yeah this concludes this across the table thank you so much for listening for a transcript of this episode head to our point of view tab on our website nhsmessenger.org and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at NHS Point of View. We have been Avery, Zara, Thomas, and Emerson. And this has been Point of View.